Welcome to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One Consulting. This is your go-to podcast on optimizing your day. The Win the 16 podcast features discussions on leadership and coaching, personal and professional development, as well as discussions on the modern work culture and engaging employees in hybrid and remote work environments. Your hosts are Dave Pygon, president of Pygon One Consulting, and his brother, Dr. Bud Pygon, anesthesiologist at the University of Illinois at Chicago. On today's podcast, Dave and Bud will discuss the healthy lifestyle options that will let you be your best to win the 16. Hello and welcome to Win the 16 podcast. Thank you all for listening today. Also, thank you to Carrie and the production team. Today's Win the 16 podcast is brought to you by Pygon One Consulting. We would like to have you all please rate, review, follow us on Spotify, Apple, and now Google. Lastly, please contact us with any questions or comments on the podcast, or if you would like any information about Pygon One Consulting. You can reach us at pygonone.com. Hello and welcome to my brother and co-host, Bud. How you doing, bud? Dave, I don't think I could be better. Oh, I love that. It's a great way to start off our podcast, bud. Well, last week, we didn't receive any questions, bud, but we did receive two quick comments on the trust episode. So I thought I'd share real quick. One, Dave and bud, we enjoyed the data. It displays how trust is worse now than ever. So thanks for sharing that. Learned a lot. Second comment we received was, our roles as leaders are not getting easier, easier. So we must, and we need to focus on trust. I agree with both of you on that. Thanks for sharing that. So today, Bud, the topic is healthy lifestyle. Bud, what's initial thoughts from your perspective on the healthy lifestyle, which is a pillar, just a reminder to everybody, is a pillar of win the 16. Dave, thanks. Uh yeah, healthy lifestyle, in many ways, it, it's the framework uh, for Win the 16, right? It's really about doing things to help make accomplishments, establish confidence, build security. As we mentioned last year, the more secure you are, the more it allows you to be vulnerable, which promotes courage, which improves your leadership. Uh, so all these things sort of tie together to help you become the person you want to be, to help you win the 16. Um, one thing I read recently too that I really enjoyed was, you know, it helps you escape the culture of average. Mm. I like that one, bud. But we, I want to just make it crystal clear. The healthy lifestyle, this is about mind and body. This is about improving both of those to ultimately be our best self. So uh, in the book that I'm writing on Win the 16, we did define it. So I'm taking over your role this week to define something. So uh, hopefully I can get this done right, bud. So defining a healthy lifestyle according to Win the 16 is healthy lifestyle is a choice. One in which its objective is to help maintain and improve people's health and well-being each day by implementing discipline, creating habits, and a positive mindset that will enable us to be physically and mentally fit to ensure full engagement so we can be our best self. So I just wanted to make sure I shared that with everybody because not only is this a pillar 
bottom line is this is just to contribute and help us all to be our best selves. But so anything else? Yeah, anyone Dave, I, I mean, that definition is when the 16, right? <laughs> sure. Yes. Right. So, I mean, even more than a pillar, baby, it, it may be the foundation piece. So I really love that definition of the healthy lifestyle. One, one last one I quote that I really enjoyed reading recently. It was from uh, Eat Well, Healthy Lifestyle. And the quote was, to optimize our life, brain and body has to be fit. All of us will be on different journeys. Life can be hard and unfair. So we need energy and mental capacity at its best to succeed. So I really like that quote when I read it, but so I, I hurried up and scribbled it down because I knew we'd find an opportunity to use that in one of the podcasts. I like the comment where she said, life can be hard and unfair. Right. That's the, when the 16, the unforeseen challenges. Right. 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 So she, she we're, we're aligned. So why don't we jump in? So today what we're going to do is really twofold. And that is we're going to share some tips to support mind and body, this healthy lifestyle. We thought it was a great time to do it right before the holiday season. Uh, actually, we're right in the middle of it, I should say, it being December 21st. And then secondly is we are going to share some steps to improve our healthy lifestyle. So let's start with the tips, bud. First one, get outside into the fresh air and get some sunlight. It helps mood and our minds. And this is a quote from the Very Well Fit written by Leslie Finley in 2022. And she makes a comment, even a brisk 10 minute walk has been proven to boost mood in folks experiencing stress. So, but I know you've got some things on this one. Yeah, Dave, thanks. The, you know, I love this stuff where it's not this sort of the subjective fuzzy stuff that there's real science behind it. Uh, and there's a handful of studies. There's an ICU study in intensive critical care where they, and I don't really know how they pulled this off, but they looked at patients in the units and patients who had no windows versus patients who had windows but looked out at buildings and patients who had windows but looked out into the landscape, into the outdoors. And the ones who were able to look outdoors had better recovery times, got out of the ICU quicker and had better long-term survivals. Um, so there is something about just being outdoors. There's also a ton of work right now going on about vision and looking at the horizon. And it may be why so many of us enjoy being at the ocean or at the lake or the beach where you're out staring at a horizon or being on a boat. It stimulates the optic nerve and that produces a physiological alteration in the brain that induces a calmness, a sense of well-being. Um, so there's real physiologic benefits to getting outside and just staring out into the horizon as you're walking, looking forward, instead of looking down at the ground, looking out, um, that has real physiologic benefits. What I wonder if that has to do with, I'd be curious, I wonder if that it's, we're not, cause now I'm picturing looking out over the ocean or the lake and you don't see an end. It's, it's the horizon just goes on and on and on. I wonder if that's something that has something to do in our brains. That has something to do with it and it has with pupil dilatation. So it really gets in how your eyes roll differently when you're staring at a wide horizon as opposed to focusing narrowly. That all plays into it. Um, mm. So there's a, like I said, it's really kind of cool stuff because it's physiologic. Wow. Wow. 
so everybody, tip one, get outside. I know it's cold here in Chicago. And for a lot of you uh, who are in areas of the winter, getting hit with it in the United States and outside, but getting outside is good. It's healthy. So number two, the second tip to support a healthy lifestyle, exercise. So we are not here to communicate that everybody should be uh, a David Goggins type exercise. What we are here to say though, the data supports doing some strength work, doing some cardio, stretching, yoga, breathing, all of that is good for us, for our mind and our body. But I know you've got some things too on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously good to have, you know, their podcasts, their books, everything on exercise. So obviously it's beneficial. Even, you know, studies eight minutes, you know, the whole old time, oh, you have to do 30 minutes before it's beneficial. That's just not true. Um, you know, four minute Tabatas, like we mentioned, where you go really hard are incredibly beneficial. Even eight minutes of rigorous, so not kill yourself Tabata work, but eight minutes of rigorous benefit uh, exercise has tremendous health benefits. So try to find the time to even do something. Um, and I love this, I read too. Exercise teaches your brain that behavior matters because when you exercise, you'll see and feel differently. Hmm, interesting. I, I, I always say, I've never met somebody who, once they're done exercising, whether it's five minutes, 30 minutes, whatever the length, bud, where they said, boy, I hated that I went. Usually, if you could just get up and do it and get by those first couple minutes, then you get, your mo get in that mode of doing it. Boy, when you leave or whatever, you come back home, you really feel good. I think it's a sense of accomplishment. I do believe there's science behind how it does increase the blood flow and it gets your mind in a better place. It reduces stress. So there's so many things about exercise, not just physically, what it does internally and into the mind that it's just, it's so valuable. Yeah, Dave, and again, I love these, right? It's physiologic as well. They, they've done studies, releases dopamine, neurotransmitters that help you feel better about yourself, feel good. Um, so again, those levels are much higher after exercise. Uh, and I know I have been struggling getting out to the gym this last couple months, I don't know, seasonal affective disorder, stress of holidays, whatever. And I feel like a completely different person after forcing myself to do it. Absolutely. hundred percent. So to go hand in hand with exercise, the third tip to support a healthy lifestyle, especially this time of the year, because I know you and I, bud, we've got dinner Christmas Eve at your house, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, the seven fishes that we always have but then we'll be at mom's on Christmas day and we are gonna enjoy it. We will not deprive ourselves. We're gonna eat great and have a tremendous amount of fun with the family. But the third tip is nutrition. And that it can be as simply, we've talked about it before and we're gonna to continue to talk about it is as simply as drinking water, having your plate. And I think you're the one who taught me this years ago when you introduced the Blue Zones book to me, but you and Joanne had mentioned your plate should look like a rainbow. It should have all these different colors on it because to eat and have the best nutrition for your body, to give it the energy it needs, you should have a lot of colors on your plate because those are all the different vitamins and minerals and all the things that your body needs. So nutrition, especially this time of year, I think we're all gonna cheat and have some wonderful different meals, uh, but it's just something to make note of, I, I think, excuse me, come December 26th, 
really think about how do we want to progress the rest of the holiday season. So that's why we call this the holiday special. So, but I know you've got some comments too on this one. Well, it's funny. I, I never paid a lot of attention to nutrition when I was younger. And now as I've gotten older, it's, it's so important. Uh, when I eat poorly, uh, I can, I feel poorly. Uh, and so now it's become very easy. It's not even, well, how do you discipline yourself to have a healthy diet or whatever? It's, it's, it's not even a challenge that much anymore uh, because I pay a price for venturing off of that with either, mostly for me, it's too much sugar with sweets, um, but I just don't feel good. And so there's a negative sort of loop in that is I know if I do this, I'm not going to feel good. So it doesn't even tempt me to do it as much as it used to when I was younger, where I didn't really think at all about what I ate and what I ate. It, but when I, I, I had, I generally eat pretty good, as you know, and have for the years. And it came to a point about- Unbelievably. Uh, thank you. Disciplined. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and it just came to the point, like, why does my stomach sometimes bother me? So I finally went to somebody who's an expert in that. And she, she tested me for different things. And then what she said, Dave, is you know, a lot of people, she said, once they get off certain things, then they realize how that affected them. So I'll give you an example for me. Again, everybody, this is just for Dave and in my world for what affected me. But when I got off dairy, it was amazing. Two weeks later, I, I just felt better. Also, I realized sugar just really bothers my stomach. Now, when mom makes her crack glass cake or her coconut pie for Christmas, I will absolutely have some of that. I think the difference, what I'll do though, is I won't bring that to December 26th, 27th, 28th. I'll enjoy it. I'll have a phenomenal meal. I'll cheat, but I will get back to living a, my normal nutrition on the 26th because I will pay for it the next day. And I know that going into it, but as you know, her coconut cream pie is amazing. So we can't deprive ourselves of that. World-class. <laughs> so uh, keep drinking water, everybody. It's good for us. It helps. So the fourth tip to support our healthy lifestyle, sleep. And I know many of us out there, time is not on our side. We say that, I think, but almost every episode, but I know what it's like for parents out there and executives out there and individual contributors and nurses and administrators and teachers. You all are busy, busy, busy. And what's one of the first thing that goes is sleep. And the data supports to have a healthy lifestyle. You need sleep, consistent routine, and you need to get as much sleep as you can. So I've got a few things on I wanted to comment on, but, but I'll, I'll let you go first. I know you have Thanks, some Dave. things. Yeah, you know, this is another one too, right? I mean, I'm a Warren Zevon fan, uh, and he's, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And a lot of people live that, do more, be more. I don't have time to sleep. I've got all these things I want to accomplish. Um, you know, we're advocates of accomplishment, right? That's the point of Linda 16. Um, but we do know now that it's clear that sleep deprivation is, is harmful. And we're not talking about the torture sleep deprivation where you're up for 24, 36 hours, what have you. We're talking more of that, you know, chronically undersleeping, uh, you know, the four to six hours a night. The CDC actually even considers insufficient sleep a public health endemic. And the American Academy of Pediatrics feels it's such a serious problem for teens and maybe contributing to some of the increases in anxiety, depression, ADHD that we see, um, that they've even advocated for starting middle and high school later to allow kids to sleep more. Um, we do know, again, and I like the physiologic part, um, 
it's during sleep that where we restore and rejuvenate. Uh, it's the time where your brain um, clears out and your body clears out a bunch of the normal um, toxins and free radicals that occur from the day to day. You know, the senescent cells. It's that's that period of time when they get rid of that, and so that you need sleep so that you can be your best self to try to meet your goals in your window 16. Oh, thanks, bud. And I'm not going to announce it today. Well, later on, but right now I'm doing a mental and physical challenge for my own self and my own healthy lifestyle. So recently, um, one of my best friend's son recommended the Whoop. So Peter, thank you. So I finally decided to purchase the Whoop. And this is a wristband you wear and it tracks your recovery, how much strain that you exert during a day, as well as it really tracks your sleep very well uh, to the app on your telephone. And I gotta tell you, bud, it's been great. It tells me when I'm recovered and where I'm at, whether I'm ready to go or not, or if I should tone back on my exercising uh, and where I'm at, or maybe if I should just even be off today. But on the sleep proponent, why I'm such a proponent of it from a sleep perspective, it shows you your REM, and just for those of you out here, REM, when we get into REM sleep, that really helps with our memories and connecting those. On average, generally speaking, we should be in that 90 to 120 minutes a night in REM. And then from a deep sleep standpoint, which by the way, deep sleep, that helps our immune system, our brain. It helps regenerate and repair cells in our body, and it helps with our recovery. That's about an hour or two to night, to one to two hours a night. We should get into that deep sleep. So the whoop is tracking that for me, and I, I just love it. So uh, I've become uh, fairly addicted to it, and I'm not promoting whoop, but for at least right now, I'm a week into it. I love it. So, but why don't we take a quick, quick break? And we've got five more tips that we want to share, and then we come back after the break. We'll dive into those. Thank you for listening to Win the 16 podcast. We'll be right back. If you're an individual or an organization contemplating personal and professional development, reach out to Pygon One Consulting to have a discovery conversation regarding how we can help you and your business. Please visit our website at pygonone.com to start your journey. Welcome back to Win the 16 podcast, everybody. Dave, I wanted to make one final comment on, actually two comments on sleep, I'm sorry. Okay. So one, you mentioned the Whoop, there are other apps uh, and other ways, the Apple Watch, what have you, if you want to track that kind of stuff for people. So just want to let people know, you can Google that, you'll see. And then the other thing is sleep. Again, I like the physiologic. There's a bunch of research on sleep now because it's a hot topic and they've really demonstrated that it improves concentration, sharpens planning and memory skills. It actually helps regulate fat burning uh, so people who get more sleep, are it's easier for them to maintain their weight. Um, and it really does better help us equip, equip us to manage different mental health issues like depression and anxiety. So uh, again, like I mentioned with trust, I'm not sure there's something more important where you can get a greater edge. I do think sleep is one of those things too that's underappreciated and undervalued. And it is a place where we can get a simple edge. J.J. Uh, Watt, the, the Hall of Fame football player, one year improved his uh, his measurable physical performance by 15% in the off season. And the only thing he altered was his sleep. He increased his sleep from eight hours a night to nine hours a night. 
and showed a demonstrable 15% improvement in his physical performance. So getting the sleep you need is powerful. Uh, but I'm I'm completely sold on it. I, I don't do, I don't I don't sleep well enough. That's why this has been very good for me to track it. But uh, I used to be that person who almost would brag, "Oh, I can make it on four, five, six hours of sleep." And the data just supports I am better mentally and physically when I get good quality sleep in. So great stuff. So the fifth tip: breathing, breathing. So why is breathing in here? One of the biggest ways that we all can reduce stress, and this is an opportunity for me, I've been working on it, is breathing. There's many different forms of it, and data supports when you can take deep breaths, you will absolutely can reduce your stress. One of the examples many of the books and articles and TED Talks give is people can get quite nervous, some, before they're about to deliver a speech in front of people or even talk in front of people by breathing in and out, inhaling and then exhaling 30 seconds, minute, two minutes, depending on the data you read, that can absolutely reduce stress. Yeah. <clears throat> and again, to beat a dead horse, it's physiologic too. It's not just a subjective, oh, I breathe deep and I feel calm, right. which is true and you do, but there's also physiology, especially with nasal breathing, they've demonstrated that it releases a chemical called nitric oxide, which dilates blood vessels and improves blood flow. So by slowly breathing in through your nose and exhaling through your nose, kind of like they tell you to do in yoga or with meditation or Pilates, whatever other things, um, that actually helps improve blood flow. Uh, to various organs, particularly lung, helps improve oxygenation, improves mental acuity. So there are, again, physiologic benefits to doing these things. It really does work. I, there, it absolutely, if I start to get stressed on something, and I really, this has been one of my development areas this year I'm really working on is the breathing component. It really does work. It just does. If you, if you have the right mindset and commit to it, I'm also breathing, working on breathing because I'm, I'm doing workouts outside in the winter and today, for example, it was when I did it, it was 20 degrees out. And it's imperative in the wintertime that I learned you, you have to breathe through your nose because by the time it gets through you to your lungs, by going through your nose instead of your mouth, it helps warm up that breath that you're taking in so your lungs will get a little bit warmer air coming in, let alone going through your mouth. So I'm not there. Trust me. If you saw me, you'd be like, he's got a lot of work to do, which I do. But that's another reason why. That's been a focus area, bud, for me, that breathing component in the wintertime. Yeah, Dave, you know, guys, these aren't hot takes, right? Buddhist monks have known this for centuries. Uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, it's working its way into Western culture more and more. And, and, and again, there's real scientific data to support this. The next tip, and that is for our healthy lifestyle, is learn new things. We've mentioned that earlier in podcasts, and these new things don't have to be big, small little things to learn every day helps our mind. Read, puzzles, crossword puzzle, playing games that challenge our brains. These are all good things to support our mind, to live that healthy lifestyle, to again, give us the best opportunity to win our 16. Yeah, Dave, this goes back to what we mentioned in a previous uh, podcast about the cognitive endurance training. Um, so, you know, we're trying to build the win to 16 for whatever that means for you. 
the you know your individual goals and improvements and that but these type of exercises will help you build the skill set and the foundation you can to achieve other things that may not be necessarily related to being able to do sudokus or what have you but they're definitely powerful uh, ways to improve your ability to get to where you want to go. Yes, yes, thank you. Next one, social interaction, communicating with people, that is good for our mind. And I would also throw out, we are in that holiday season. There are probably people in our lives that could potentially be lonely, whatever have you this time of the year. Those, especially people for their own mindset uh, about giving back to others, this is a nice opportunity for us all to probably reach out to those people because they could really use us. But on that day-to-day -day basis, social interaction is good for us. It is absolutely good for our mind. There's a book that I'll be talking about soon called The Blue Zones. And one of the things that they attribute to longevity is communication with people. Yeah, and that's, again, to the social interaction, the well-being Right. They, there's a numerous studies of people who live alone and and start to isolate or or um, spouses when they lose a spouse, how the other spouse becomes alone. This is particularly when the husband loses the wife. Men are worse at social interactions and maintaining those relationships. Women are much better at it. Um, but there's a there's, again, a lot of evidence to support the health benefits of social interactions. The next tip, bud. Eliminate toxic people in your life. So let me say that again. Eliminate toxic people in your life. So I've got a good story for you on this one. I've shared this one to you, but I, I think the audience and the listeners will enjoy this one, I think. So years ago, I used to play basketball with this gentleman, very successful, uh, fairly famous. I don't want to give his name on the air, but um, I, we were just talking one day. He always gave me great advice. We always talk about business and work and different things. And the one tip he gave me, he goes, Dave, you're kidding yourself if you think you can get to where you want to go personally or professionally if you have toxic, negative people in your life. And I said, well, you only can control so much. And he's like, no, I hear what you're saying, but let me just tell you, they are absolutely going to drag you down somewhat, whether it's 5%, 10%, or more, they will drag you down. I said, so what do you do? He goes, well, what I do, Dave, is I take him out to lunch. And I looked at him like, what? He goes, yeah, I take him out to lunch. And when they're sitting across from me, I let them know this will be the last time we will have lunch together, as well as this will be the last time we communicate. So that's what he does. And the point in this story was toxic, toxic people in our lives are not helping us live a healthy lifestyle because they're causing stress and other challenges, which ultimately will not help us win the 16. So uh, I think that one's right on track. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I, I came to this a couple years ago too, in, in some of these books and other things that we've read. Uh, and, you know, as I've gotten older, life is hard. It's hard to get out of bed some days and find inspiration and motivation to sort of be our best selves. Uh, and I find I need to be around people that inspire me and motivate me to keep me moving forward, to help me win my 16. And toxic people are sort of emotional uh, vampires. They actually do the opposite. They, they drain you. They, they demotivate you. They're uninspiring. 
and it makes it harder and harder for us to win the 16. So as much as possible, um, I, I think this is a this is a, a, a tip to sort of try to, to follow as much as possible. But it, it's so that that contribution from other people. Again, we're not saying being unrealistic. I mean, we are all about real being realistic, being objective. But I can tell you personally, in starting my business, starting this podcast with you, writing the book, if I had toxic people around me, I, I we would not be where we're at right now if if we did. So uh, I, I think this one is pivotal, and I loved how you had mentioned uh, these people that zap our or the, the negativity. There's a book that I'll be talking about in the future that I read, which I, I love. It's called The Energy Bus. And in there, they have a chapter on energy vampires, people who suck the energy out of you. So you you said that, and I, I had to just parlay that because this book is great. We'll be talking about it soon. So the next one, gratitude. Being thankful every day for people in your life as well as things in your life. Just another thing that can help our mind because there are so many challenges. I mean, right now, most of us are getting up. It's dark. We're going to work in the cold. You kind of think, wow, it's Monday morning. What do I have to be thankful for? This is the time where if we all stood up and something triggered us, I, I, I mentioned Tony Robbins. How the first thing he does every morning is articulates a few things he's grateful for. It's just getting your mind in that right place is all we're trying to say. Yeah, and again, Dave, we're, we're not being Pollyanna. It's not to say that there are hard things going on, um, but to be able to step back and try to find some gratitude for the good things in your life and the place you are and how powerful journaling or writing them down uh, can be. So I try to do that, especially when I'm having a difficult day. Uh, and, and, and to be frank, I, I, I'm, I'm very grateful uh, of the life I have. And so it is, hasn't been very hard to do that. Uh, but it's a powerful thing. Absolutely. Just a reminder, if you're ever in that moment during the day, it might help you get out of it a little bit. That's all we're trying. We're just trying to help you again to have a healthy lifestyle and ultimately win to your 16. The last one for tips before we move on to steps. This one is try to be happy. Days can be tough. And there are days that we all have where we might not be looking forward to them. With that said, it's imperative to win the 16 and to have a healthy lifestyle, we have to find some enjoyment in the journey. Even if that means we have to carve out time in our day. I know myself, I really enjoy my mid-morning shake. So I enjoy that time. I really do. Those two minutes of that is really enjoyable for me, no matter what the day is. So just try to be happy, everybody, in some component of your day. And we all know some days it's easier to be happier than others. So Bud and I are going to take a real quick break. And when we come back, we are going to share five steps to improve your healthy lifestyle on the Win the 16 podcast. So we'll be right back. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the Win the 16 podcast, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcast. To find out more about Pygon One Consulting, please visit pygon1.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Win the 16 podcast. Now we're going to discuss steps. So we just mentioned 10 different things to, for tips for all of us to improve a, 
a healthy lifestyle. Now we're gonna share some steps to improve this. So number one, mindset. This is to have a positive mindset and we're gonna bring back Dr. Dweck, who we've talked about the last two or three weeks, I believe, and that is to have a growth mindset. To improve our healthy lifestyle, it's imperative that we desire to improve, learn, want to get better. So, but I know you had a couple things you wanted to mention on mindset, so I'll throw it right to you. We, I just want to reiterate, you know, that we all move in and out of the growth and fixed mindset, much like with discipline. Um, I've read this recently too, and you know, a lot of people think, well, I'm disciplined or I'm not disciplined, um, but most of us have varying degrees of discipline um, that help us achieve that mindset and our goals and some of the other things we're going to talk about and win the 16, where we can be very disciplined at this, but maybe less disciplined at that. So let's say I'm very disciplined about uh, being a vegetarian and not eating meat or limiting my meat, but I'm not so good with sweets or, or a variety of other things. Uh, and in doing that, there's this whole discussion um, out there in the, the, the psychology world now about the different types of discipline, willpower, want power, and won't power. Uh, and I thought that was very interesting, right? Willpower, you know, doing what you need to do even when you don't want to do it. The won't power, right? The ability to say no to temptation or things that you shouldn't be doing. And then that sort of want power, when to say yes, when to say no um, to the things that you need to do to help you win your 16 uh, and when you're facing temptation. So it's really interesting. There's so much there about how they're dividing up the different degrees of discipline and the moving in and out, kind of like the mindset. But I love the one, and it's a perfect word that you use there for this time of year in the holiday season, and that is temptation. And I think the temptation that we all have during the holidays, we all should enjoy it. and We all should enjoy the things that we talked about earlier, mom's coconut cream pie. I think that willpower that you and I typically demonstrate pretty well is we will absolutely have it. We just won't have three pieces of it, right? That temptation is we will definitely have it, We'll celebrate it, we'll enjoy it, and then we'll say, okay, we're done now, we're ready to move on. Well, it's interesting, yeah, the temptation piece is, and that's where the want power, when you, we dig a little bit, and we may get into this in a future pod, uh, podcast because there's so much there, is that that want power, what helps people with that is that ability to stare at the temptation and then fall into, well, what do I really want? What are my goals? And does succumbing to this temptation meet those goals and if i succumb to the temptation how much does it hurt me uh from reaching those goals so want power is really tied to your ability to, to bring your mind back to what do i really want and that helps people when they say oh here's what i really want so i don't need that cookie that's that visual i think too but that's that visualization piece when you can see it i know years and years ago when i was a first line manager we used to, we'd have an award for the top 10% of the sales team. And to encourage the behaviors, we would ask them, take a picture of what you really want. And some people would take a picture and they'd keep it in their car of Hawaii if that's where the trip was. Or somebody wants to buy a nice fancy watch. So when they get in their car, they have this nice fancy, fancy watch on their dashboard to remind them, this is why they're going the extra yard. This is why they're making that extra call. This is why they're doing some of that hard stuff during their journey. And it's that visualization of what they really, really wanted. So, and I believe that would this ties beautifully into the next step and to prove a healthy lifestyle. 
and that's goals. So if you know what you really want, truly authentically, and we've talked about this many times, taking deep contemplative and deep, deep thought and really think about what your authentic goal is, then I don't want to say it's easy because it's not, but it makes it a little bit easier to walk away from that temptation because something triggers in our minds to say, yeah, I would like to maybe do that, but I'm not going to because my goal is this. So as a reminder to everybody, a nice step to improve our healthy lifestyle is making sure we have the goals that we desire, truly and authentically desire. They have to be achievable. They have to be challenging though. And they also have to be measurable in the sense that so you can see a little bit of progress. doesn't have to be huge, but just enough little progress to keep you going. So that would be the second step in improving our healthy lifestyle. The third one would be plan and strategy. This is where we have to put a plan together. And Bud, you said it so eloquently in the first episode when we defined win the 16 to everybody, when you said, yeah, goals are fine and great and everything, but now I spend more time in the habits area. And I thought it was a great point. This is the time where you need to really think what habits will you add as well as delete to help improve your healthy lifestyle for your mind and body. And that should take you time. That should definitely be a by yourself moment so you can develop those habits as well as what you're going to delete from your life and that strategy piece. Uh, Bud, before I move on to the next one, I want to make sure if there's anything you have on that one, I would. No, I just reiterate what I said. I really focus on the planning and the, the processes. Um, some of it is a confidence as I've aged that if I do those things well, I'm confident I'll reach my goals. Uh, and then even when I do fall short on my goals, I, I feel satisfied that um, I have done what I could to attain those stretch goals uh, because not everything in life is within your total control. And so I do try to control what I can control. And that's the planning process. Great, great ad, bud. Fourth one, execution and an accountability partner or partners. This is the point where, as Nike said it on the famous commercial, just do it. This is the point where your mind is set. You've got that positive mindset, the growth mindset. You've set your goals. You've got a plan. You've got a strategy. You've got your habits that you are changing as well as eliminating. You're committed. Now, as Nike said in the commercial, just do it. Now is time to just go and do it. And reminder, we're going to probably drive everybody a little crazy with this, but it just helps get an accountability buddy or partner. So on those days where you start to slip a little bit, have them be there for you to help you. And if you do this, this is where you'll have start things that'll start popping up in your vocabulary very routinely. And that is no excuses. You're just going to get it done. It's just what you do. Yeah, Dave, there's a Mel Robbins has a very popular, um, uh, Ted talk that I encourage you to watch. Uh, it's 15, 20 minutes, very quick. Uh, and that's basically her point. And she's one of these pipe psych people out there now with books and what have you and, and talks on the circuit. But she says, just force yourself to do it. Right. You just have to force yourself to do it. And it is amazing. But when you do force yourself to do it, when you get through it, there is a sense of pride. I mean, I think all of us, if we go back let's go back to high school, college. When we had to work hard for a class, whatever it might be, and you 
had to do the, you were at the library Sunday night studying and whatever it might be. When you got, when you received a good grade, who, I, I don't care if you're high academic listening to this or not. I would love to know who wasn't proud when they put the work into it and they got the grade. And when I say good grade, maybe it was a class that was really, 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 really hard and they pulled a B and you, you were just so proud of yourself. It, it doesn't have to be an A. Remember what we always talk about, small steps and getting to where you want to go. Um, it's just that big sense of pride that you get. So I, I just think that's awesome. It, con it contributes to that virtuous cycle like we've talked about too, right? Accomplishment leads to confidence, which leads to security, which allows for greater risk-taking and uh, and putting yourself out there, right? Greater displays of courage, which lead to greater accomplishments. And it's it just keeps building upon itself. And the next thing you know, you're winning the 16 um, uh, in, in some ways, uh, you know, without even thinking about it anymore. Amen, bud. Totally agree. I've had moments, I've had years in business where uh, I wasn't the top leader in the organization. And it's some of the most pr proud years I have had because I don't need to get into it, but there were other challenges that the reality was I probably wasn't going to have the opportunity just based on some of these things, but special, special years and really proud of the people I worked with to even get to where we got. So I'm really proud of them. And um, once again, that sense of accomplishment. So, Bud, why don't we recap today what we, what we did with everybody one, we discussed 10 tips on improving our healthy lifestyle, which we defined as mind and body. Two, we shared five steps to help all of us just do it. So, but before we close today, is there anything you'd like to share with everybody before a couple of things that I would like everyone to hang with me before we close out? Yeah, sure, Dave. I, yeah, I just wanted to wish everyone a holiday season of cheer and gratitude. Uh, and then in 2023, looking forward to learning more how to craft a wonderful life together. Thank you for sharing, bud. And kudos to you, bud, for a great job this year with the Win This 16 podcast. I know people that are listening, they comment, and they really appreciate everything you've done to contribute to this podcast. So everyone, our next episode is going to be December 28th. We will be discussing tips on helping us all set goals, strategies, habits, executing our plans and more to get us all ready to win the 16 in 2023. As always, please contact us at pygon1.com if you have any questions or thoughts on the podcasts. Also, if you want to discuss Pygon1 Consulting, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. Lastly, Happy holidays to all of you. We truly, authentically thank you for listening to Win the 16 podcast this year. And we absolutely look forward to our journey together in 2023. Happy holidays. Win the 16. Thank you for listening to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One Consulting. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Regular episodes will be released every other Wednesday at 6 a.m. Central Time. Thank you and go win the 16.